Well, hello and welcome to Fire Drawn Air, episode number 26. My name is Ian Lynch, and that was Keltori Coolen with Anton Raha or the Rolling Wave. Keltori Coolen was a group led by Sean O'Reida and composed of many of the founding members of the Chieftains. Um, some really interesting sounds going on. They put out three albums in the late 60s. You should definitely check them out. Up next, I want to play a tune from a fella called Jackie Roach. Now, I'd never heard of Jackie Roach before, but um, I came across this tune recently. It was recorded on an album called Irish Violin in the 50s, and from what I can find out online, it seems that Jackie Roach was an American-based um, player of Irish tunes on the fiddle, which he called a violin. I don't know, the cover of the album, he's kind of dressed up in a dicky bow tie, and it looks like it was definitely marketed towards a certain kind of audience. It was recorded in the 50s, but the reason why I want to play it is because sometimes... I'd notice it's just me, but I really love that wonky, out of tune backing arrangements to like trad tunes that you hear, like you know, with the Michael Coleman recordings going from the 1920s onwards. Maybe it's just me, but I don't know. I'm just listening to these um, like wonky, wonky piano accompaniments and stuff, like sometimes totally in the wrong key, and just going, you crazy bastards like it's really out there kind of stuff but I don't know there's something about it I kind of love it to be honest but this is um, Jackie Roach playing a version of the Blackbird the set dance version of the Blackbird Thank you. 
handsome, and he went to prove the gry all along the stick of Sakai. The gavers are to Mandy, tell El Mandy a pray. My picking up the corvus, just like your dear old dad, as rock as you can't chaw well. So all around the poof, charring a bale of cash, the gaver said, what do you got? I said, stuff it up your ass, tiddly I dum doodle, umpy tiddly umpy die. I'm not so young as I used to be, but I'm an healthy man. I've got an honest pony and a pretty caravan. If you jump upon me, Barra, I'll take you for a ride. And maybe in the springtime you can be me bride. Tiddly I dum doodle, umpy diddly umpy die. Can you rock a romany? Can you play the bosh? Can you hold the stout up in Murrah? Can you chin the cosh? Tiddly I dum doodle, umpy diddly umpy die. Can you rock a romany? Can you poof the gry? Can you sum the rackily and make a diddy kai? Tiddly I dum doodle, umpy diddly umpy die. I'm not so young as I used to be, but I'm an healthy man. I've got an honest pony. And a pretty caravan. If you jump upon me, Barra, I'll take you for a ride. And maybe in the springtime, you can be me bride. So that was Peter Ingram from a release called My Father's the King of the Gypsies. My Father's the King of the Gypsies is volume number 11, if I remember correctly, of the Topic Records, The Voice of the People series. Um, if you haven't checked those out, you need to go and do it now. They're, it's a really amazing collection. I think 20 volumes or even more in the entire collection. Um but there's a number of really great English gypsy singers on this record and one of my favourites on it is a singer called Jasper Smith. Now Jasper Smith seems to have been a bit of a legend. He was based down in Seven Oaks in Kent. Um, he was quite outspoken and active on the cause of English gypsy rights and he apparently one time he built like a 40 foot high cardboard space rocket and he said he was going to fly it to the moon and live there because at least the council couldn't move him on up there. But one of the songs he recorded, or one of the songs of his that was actually put on to this album was Father Had a Knife. I need to give credit to Droid of No Place Like Drone fame for going down this rabbit hole and reporting back to me on it. I wouldn't have known about it otherwise. But, um... Well, we'll start off going down this little rabbit hole by playing a recording of Jasper Smith, and this is Father Had a Knife. So it's Father Red a Knife, Mother Red a Poke, Sister Red the Bottle, and Brother Red the Coke. We had a cut from the knife, a dig from the folk, 
a drink from the bottle and she's gone and lost her cork so the longer we go on the merrier we will be we do belong to a boozing family now it's father had a pig mother had a cow sister had the rabbit and brother had the owl we had some pork from the pig some milk from the cow some sport from the rabbit and a whistle from johnny's owl so the longer we go on the merrier we will be we do belong to a boozing family now it's brother had the lice sister had a flea Brother had the bottle, and uncle had the tea. We had some scratches from the jub, some bites from the flea, some drink from the cup, and he's gone and lost a tea. So the longer we go on, the merrier we will be. We all belong to a boozing family. So the song has been referred to as a cheerful semi-nonsense song by Steve Rowd of Rowd Ballad Index fame. And he says it was collected a number of times in the 20th century by Cecil Sharp, Alfred Williams and Peter Kennedy, amongst others. Only one or two 19th century broadside printings are known, but it was already in print as early as the late 1830s. So you hear in a number of older versions of this song, instead of the happy family that Jasper Smith refers to there, it's an Irish family that's sung about. Of course, that does not suggest that the song was Irish in any way, just that the connection between alcoholism and Irish families was present in the collective consciousness of the English populace at the time. So the song was recorded a number of times from traditional singers in the UK, and this one is from a man called Harold Coville of Cambridgeshire. It was recorded by Peter Kennedy, and it was included on an album called Songs of Animals and Other Marvels. Oh, me father, he had a bull, and me mother, she had a cow. Sister Susan had a pig, and Jonah had a sow. Oh, the beef from father's bull, and the milk from mother's cow. The pork from Susan's pig, and the pigs from Jonah's sow. Oh, the more we have to drink, the boys, the merrier we shall be, for we all belong to one happy family. Oh, me father, he had a rat, and me mother, she had a mouse. Sister Susan had a flea, and Jonah had a louse. Oh, the rat did eat the corn, and the mouse did nibble the bread. The flea bit poor old Susan's arm, and the louse bit Jonah's head. Oh, the more we have to drink, the boys, the merrier we shall be, for we all belong to one happy family. Clydesdale, is that his name, isn't it? Some name like that. Well, that doesn't matter. Jimmy then, singing this night to the piano, sang lots of well-known songs, Italian aria, German lead of the lot, and he ended up by singing this little song unaccompanied, which he had picked up somewhere in the hills of Lancashire, and this was the song. It was a simple Scots lassie who, uh, who uh, was not interested in getting married because of the tocher, or... Uh, what do you call a talker in English? The dowry she'd been left by her people. And this was the song she sang. 
Oh, my father gave me a horse and my mother gave me a coo. My brother gave me a boar and my sister gave me a sou. Och, it's all empty me whether I'm merry or no. Merry or teary or bide as I be. I got work for the horse and milk for the coo. I got bacon for the boar and piglets for the sou. Och, it's all empty me whether I'm merry or no. Merry or teary or bide as I be. Oh, my father gave me a cock and my mother gave me a hen. My brother gave me a robin, and my sister gave me a wren. Och, it's all empty me, whether I'm merry or no. Merry or teary or bide as I be. I got crown for the cock, and eggs for the hen. I got whistling for the robin and chapping for the wren. Och, it's all empty me whether I'm merry or no. Merry or teary or bide as I be. Oh, my father gave me a cat and my mother gave me a moose. My brother gave me a flea and my sister gave me a loose. Och, it's all empty me, whether I'm merry or no. Merry or teary or bide as I be. Oh, I had great fun watching the cat with the moose. I got bitten by the flea and scarted by the loose. Och, it's all empty me, whether I'm merry or no. Mary Terry or as I be. And that was a Scottish version there called My Father's Gade's a Horse, and the singer was Sandy Archibald, recorded by Hamish Henderson in nineteen sixty two. Now, at some stage the part about the bottle and the cork and the knife and the fork made its way somehow into a kid's street rhyme that was sung on the streets of New York. Um, I have a recording here from a Disney album that was put out in the 60s of kids singing rhymes. Um, I would like to include more of these kids singing rhymes, but they sound like they sound like little pricks, to be honest. So I'm just going to keep it short and sweet with this one. There's probably other recordings out there of these like kids' rhymes, but... Um, yeah, this is the one that Droid came across and sent to me, so check this out. As I went up the apple tree, all the apples fell on me. Bake a pudding, bake a pie. Did you ever tell a lie? Yes, you did. You know you did. You broke your mother's teapot lid. L-I-D. That spells lid. Hey, I'm supposed to be doing the counting rhyme. Well, do you really know some more? I told you I know a million of them, like this one. Jean, Jean, dressed in green, went downtown to eat ice cream. How many dishes did she eat? One, two, three, four, five, complete. Jack, Jack, sat on a tap and went to bed with a sore back. 
O-U-T, and out goes he. A knife and a fork, a bottle and a cork. That's the way to spill New York. Great, I've got one for you. Sam, Sam, the salt soap man, washed his face in a frying pan, combed his hair with a wagon wheel, and died with a toothache in his heel. Bobby, you said I was selling. Well, you are. At least I don't have a toothache in my heel. A knife, a fork, a bottle and a cork. That's the way to spell New York. You probably know where I'm going with this one. This is Dillinger with his 1976 classic, Cocaine in My Brain. Hey Jim, Jim, just a minute, y'all. I want you to spell for me something. I want you to spell for me New York, man. Why do you want to spell New York, man? I just want to spell for me New York, can you do that, man? Sure, man, I can spell New York. Well, go ahead, man. N-E-W-Y-O-R-K, that's New York, man. No, man, you made a mistake, man. I'm going to teach you the right way and a proper way to spell New York, man. Well, go ahead, man. A knife, a fork, a buckle, and a cork. That's the way we spell New York, man. You see, no matter where I treat my guests, they always lock my kitchen best. I want you to hold me tight because I'm out of sight and I'm a down on mine. I've got cocaine running around my brain. I've got cocaine running around my brain. Man, oh man, I've got to be on the run because I've got to be a setting sun. I've got a
Interestingly, New York wasn't the only American city to receive this treatment in kids' street rhyme. Um, there was the Chicken in the Car rhyme that I came across, which is the title of this song by a man called Ralph Flanagan. This was recorded in 1951 and features a number of different American cities. <laughs>
I'd want like to hear an old song. I don't know what to do want to hear. But I wouldn't listen to none, not much. That'd be a good one. I think that's a credit to anybody to keep me going. These old songs, because once if they do go, they're gone forever. Nobody never know them no more. And they all keep me going. I'd like to hear them. What will become of England if things go on this way? There's many a thousand wagon men is starving day by day. He cannot find employment, for bread his children cry. And hundreds of these children, they now lay in their graves. Some have money plenty, but still they crave for more. They will not lend a hand to help the starving poor. They'll pass you like a dog and on you cast a frown. That is the way old England the working men cast down. And that was Harry Cox of Norfolk with What Will Become of England. Up next I'm going to play a recording of a woman that I had the pleasure of sitting beside singing a number of songs last week in the night before Larry got stretched session. Um, really great Shanno singer from a place called Mukonach Idagahalia, which is the longest place name in Ireland, she told us, with 23 letters. The singer was Sarah Grealish, and the recording is of a song called Auron on Fuka, or the Song of the Puka, and that's from the compilation The Other World, which was put out a number of years ago by Rino Keogain and Tom Sherlock. This is Sarah Grealish. Nach me shevi jantus me mustake me albarna. 
jigs the cook in the kitchen and the wandering minstrel played by paddy glacken on fiddle and robbie hannon on the pipes and that was from their 1995 album the whirlwind up next it's the wacky adventures of that texas tornado it's lomax does ireland (laughs) 
You got a wailing song, you love it. Okay. Sings a song about the sea. What do you call that over here in Ireland? Oh, that's the nicest song I've heard in a long time. <laughs> So we're coming to the end of Alan Lomax and Robin Roberts's collecting trip to Ireland in 1951. They'd been in the country for about a month and after Donegal they made their way to Kilnalek in County Cavan where at an unspecified location they recorded Sean O'Gunnica from Connemara or Sean McDonough as he sometimes noted as. And now he was a good friend of Seamus Ennis's at the time and they recorded a number of pieces from him. First up I'm going to play version of the song Salog Rua. Sally is probably one of the most moving of our love songs. The old people tell me that a man was charged in court with the murder of his wife, Sally O'Grua. When charged, he composed this song in the witness box and sang it to the judge and was released. Give the extent of the song, is that song? 
Am I not a pity going to Carrigeenan also, crying and keening and making sorrow, carrying my baby on my forearm and not even having a drop of milk to give to him? I am very weak. There's no point in denying it. I am not even as good as the mist. So Seamus Ennis there giving the low down to Lomax. I've talked a lot in this segment about the collecting methods of both Robin Roberts and Alan Lomax and the different ways that they would get people to kind of lower their guard and get songs off them. But there's a really, really interesting uh, description of this in Roberts's notes. So she described Sean O'Gunnica as a great pal of Seamus's and a fine singer. And she said... We recorded him in a pub and as we were all giving a song or two afterwards I started to sing a Burl Ives version of Green Brooms when the feisty little local midwife called out That's not right, that's not the song at all. Come on Johnny and give us the real one. Well, that was the point. My wrong version was bait for the real Irish version and he gave us a beauty. So sneaky. But here is the song that resulted from it. Green Brooms. There was a man and he lived in the east And his trade it was cutting down brooms, green brooms He had a son, his name it was John And he stayed in bed until noon, day noon And he stayed in bed until noon the father arose and up to John goes and swore he would abandon his room, gay room, if he didn't rise and sharpen his knives and go down to the wood to cut brooms, green brooms, and go down to the wood to cut brooms. So Johnny went on down through the green wood. Until he came to a castle of fame, fame, fame. He spied a maid and stood and thinked, crying, fair maid, do you want any brooms? Green brooms, fair maid, do you want any brooms? This lady being up in her window so high, she spied this young man so terribly neat, neat, neat. She sent to her maid to go down to the gate and call in this young man with his brooms, green brooms, and call in this young man with his brooms. So Johnny went into this castle so great and entered this lady's room, gay room. She gave him a chair and bade him sit down, crying, You're welcome, young man, with your brooms. Green brooms, you are welcome, young man, with your brooms. They sent for the priest and married they were. All in this lady's room, gay room. So, boys, will we drink? Or what do you think? There is nothing like cutting down brooms. Green brooms, there is nothing like cutting down brooms. So, after this recording session in Kilna, the majority of the collecting work had been done. 
and it seems that the party or some of them made their way back to Hoth. Um, Lomax's notes read, home to Hoth at 1am, feeling low, anxious and quarrelsome. So summing up the trip in his notes, he talked of the pang of emotion one meets everywhere in Ireland, partly local and patriotic and partly a share of the desolation that is mixed everywhere with the supreme beauty of the world. Now Lomax did return to Ireland in May again of the same year to produce a folk opera called The Stone of Tory Island. This was broadcast for the BBC but unfortunately it was never recorded and it seems to have been lost to time. We might get back on it and look at some of the further work that Lomax did with Irish performers, singers and musicians but for now this has been Lomax Does Ireland. Well, I, I travel a lot of places, and, and you know, when near me home, there's a place called, well, Kilshani would be the name of the parish, but there's a, a place called Caro Duff. There are some old singers there, and some of the Irish languages, bits of it is knocking around there yet. Moreover, about 50 or 60 years ago, there was five or six great people to talk Gaelic language there, but... However, the song is, it goes like this. Ah, come listen and sing to a very funny thing that happened to me, McGee. He went one day to Margate to swim in the brimy sea. The weather being damp, he said he would have a gamp. What a very silly thing to do. He jumped in and the water cut the brim and off to the skies he flew. He's gone on to glory. He's gone flip Flop, he's gone on to glory, and he's just wiped off the map. They're searching, they're searching near and far. They're searching for McGee, he's gone Fiji, and they don't know where he are. Little Billy Prance swore in a trance, he'd die for a thousand pounds. The bit was made, and Billy was laid underneath the ground. For six long months he lay there, in the new grave that they laid him. But when they went to dig him up, they did not know where they laid him, so he's gone on to glory. He's gone flip-flop, he's gone on to glory, and he's just wiped off the map. They're searching, they're searching near and far. They're searching silly, for they can't find Billy, for they don't know where he are. Tim McGee was an engineer. He drove the Scotch Express. Says Tim B. Dad, I'd feel very glad if I could win that race. So off he went at a hundred miles an hour. Tim me would be first. Ten to one it would have been. But the bloomin' boiler burst. He's gone on to glory. He's gone flip-flop. He's gone on to glory. And he's just wiped off the map. They're searching, they're searching near and far. They're searching for McGee, he's gone Fiji, and they don't know where he are. Michael McGannon heard of a cannon that could fire a thousand tons. Be that says, see, I'll go and see that mighty gun. So off he went one fine day, he did not know the cannon was loaded. He stepped aside to light his pipe. And the cannon it exploded, and he's gone on to glory. 
He's gone flip flop. He's gone on to glory, and he's just wiped off the map. They're searching. They're searching near and far. They're searching for McGannon, who exploded the cannon, and they don't know where he are. Mike O'Russell there with the flip-flop song. Okay, so that's nearly it for this month's instalment of Fire Drawn Air. Episode 26. I'm, I'm very, I'm actually pretty proud about that. I'm really glad that I've gotten this far. Look, two years in and I'm enjoying it more than ever. I shouldn't have left it this late really to do the show this month, but it's just the way it goes sometimes. There wasn't much I could do about it. Um... Yeah, I hope you're managing to get out to some sessions and hearing some live music. It's all out there. Life is happening again, and it's a wonderful and beautiful thing. Um, if you want to go and check out my Patreon or any of the past episodes or anything like that, you can go to www.campsite.bio forward slash fire drawn here, and you'll find links to all the past episodes and everything else that I've done. Like, there's quite a number of episodes that are racked up there now. So, 26 regular episodes, about 14 or 15 bonus episodes. There's the Wild Rover podcast. There's the Ballad Sheet podcast. There's all, I don't know, loads of stuff out there. Check it out if you want. I'm going to finish off with the Cradle of Filth. This month, presented to you by the great, great traveller singer, Thomas McCarthy. If you haven't checked out his work, do so. And he's singing around, so try and check him out. This song is called No Balls At All. Alright, see you next month. Good luck. Come gather on good people, there's story in here. A song I don't know, it will fill you with cheer. A charming young maiden was within the fall. She married a man Oh, had no balls at all. The night of the wedding, she jumped into bed. Her breasts, they were heaving, her legs, they were spread. When she reached for his dicky, she says it was small. When she reached for his balls, he had no balls at all. No balls at all, no balls at all. She married a man who had no balls at all. Oh, mother, oh, mother, oh, what'll I do? I've married a man who's unable to screw. Oh, mother, oh, mother, I wish I was dead and buried along with my maidenhead. Oh, mother, oh, mother, I've been such a fool And got with a man with no nuts for his toll For many long years I've avoided the call Now I've married a man who has no balls at all No balls at all, no balls at all She married a man who had no balls at all Oh, daughter, oh, daughter, now don't feel so sad. I had the same trouble with your dear old dad. There are lots of young men who will answer the call of the wife of a man who has no balls at all. 
Now the daughter she followed her mother's advice. She found the proceedings exceedingly nice. She courted Tom, Deacon, Harry, and Johnny and Paul. She found with them boys no shortage of balls. No balls at all, no balls at all. She married a man who had no balls at all. Now the cuckoo is clever, the cuckoo is good, and she lives in any owl nest in the woods. And a bouncing young baby was born in the fall to the wife of the man who had no balls at all. But nature is cunning and nature is cruel, and as swiftly she punishes thoughtless young fools. Her fine strapping son will be handsome and tall, the son of the man who had no balls at all. No balls at all, no balls at all, she married a man who had no balls at all. Diddle-doodle-diddle-diddle-lump. <laughs>